Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. CBS Radio presents The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Cartwell? Yes. Oh, my name is Piper. I called you last night about uh, appraising my stamp collection. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Well, come in, come in. Sit down, Mr. Piper. Uh, yeah. How uh, how large is your collection? Well, I I got six books here, about 15,000 stamps, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thought that when I was five years old, I kept it up all through school. I haven't done much with it the last few years, but... Mm-hmm. And I think you told me on the phone that you'd taken it to a dealer and he offered you now... What was it? Uh... $60. <laughs> well, he said maybe 75 Well, by golly, I know it must be worth more than that. To begin with... Well, Mr. Piper, I, have... I, I don't want to disillusion you, but believe me, I go through this all the time. Man goes through his attic, finds his old schoolboy stamp collection, and right away he thinks... This must be worth $10,000. Yes, yes, I, I know that, Mr. Carwell. The point is the dealer called me back last night and offered me 250 Oh, he did? Yes, yes, and well, naturally, I got suspicious. I mean, if, if he offered that much, maybe I got stamps in here worth more. Yes, well, uh, yes, perhaps, perhaps. Well, you leave them here, I'll look them over, and I'll call you in a week or so. Oh, dear, week or so? No, 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 I, I've got to know today, Mr. Carwell. I'm sailing for Europe on business in two weeks. You're taking the collection with you? Oh, no, no. No, no. Well, it, it's a long story, but to put it briefly, my wife was going with me, and we made a miscalculation on the money she'd save for the trip, and, well, I'm giving you the money I get from my stamp collection. <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, it's, Mr. it's going to be 15,000 stamps. Now, it's impossible in one day to accurately appraise each individual stamp. Not only that, I have eight other appraisals ahead of you now. I couldn't even begin this until next Monday. No, 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 it's impossible. Mr. Cartwell, rather than paying you your usual appraisal fee, I will give you 10% of the current market value of my stamp collection, provided I have the answer by 6 o'clock tonight. Is it still impossible, Mr. Cartwell? Stop in at 6 o'clock, Mr. Piper. Are your children the active variety? Play it safe and pack some splints and bandage with the picnic fixins. A cowbell strung around the little necks will keep them from straying. Warn them against playing hide-and-seek near bees' nests or playing tag with strange striped pussycats. 
Better have something along to keep the bugs from lighting and biting, and something to keep them from sharing your lunch. Nature is kind if you mind. Remember, it takes a plan to have the summer fun you can. Here's one we can think of. And now, Bridgeport, your very best spray to keep insects away, brings you Jonathan Winters as Granny Frickard on the telephone. Hello, Granny. Gee, son, I want to thank you for that Bridgeport slugabug. The grandchildren are just having a ball playing a new game called Kill. They're killing the mosquitoes and the flies and the gnats. Oh, it's so much fun with slugabug. That's right. Bridgeport slugabug is fast and safe. Safe to use near children, food, and pets. Remember, bugs can't get away from a Bridgeport spray. Everybody. Hey, I got news for you, both of you. Hurry up, will you? I'm in the front hall. Honestly, this bunker system you put in is driving oh. us all crazy. Where, where, where's Aunt Effie? I don't know. Well, uh, Aunt Effie! That's my... Aunt Effie! Honestly... Oh. It's my buzz here, two shorts and a long. Well, all right, all right. Well, what's hers? Two longs and a short. Uh, Aunt Effie! Yell at her. I thought that was the whole point of the buzzer system, that we wouldn't have to yell at each other. For heaven's sakes, who is buzzing who? Oh, I am buzzing you. Oh, I didn't even know you were home. I didn't see you drive in. Well, I drove in, so. <laughs> ah, boy, have I got news for you. Uh-huh. I'm right in the middle of frosting a cake, dear. You ring the buzzer and you expect everybody to come running. To begin with, that was not my buzz. Yeah, that's what I told you. Mine are two longs and short. Yeah, well, do you, you want to hear that? my news? Well, oh. yes, dear, of course. All right, well, you better come in the living room oh. and sit down. I'm frosting the cake. Will you come out in the kitchen and tell us while, while she finishes frosting the cake, dear? Go on, go on, Aunt Effie. We'll come around. Oh, home. I... But, darling, the icing will be hard before she finishes spreading it. All right, come all on, right, come all on, right, come right, on. the icing. Well, can't you talk in the kitchen just as well? Well, no, not really. When a, when a man is told by a dealer that his stamp collection is... Only worth sixty dollars. Give me the other spatula, Aunt Effie. Oh, I'll help you. Uh, well, here. maybe seventy-five, and then later offers two fifty, which makes mm-hmm. the man suspicious. Mm-hmm. So he takes his collection to a stamp appraiser. Get it! Get it! It's running over the edge. I've got it. I've got it. Oh, go on, dear. Go the on. Appraiser discovers that out of fifteen thousand stamps, uh, fourteen thousand nine hundred and ninety-seven stamps aren't worth much, but. There were three stamps. There's too much icing on this there side. There were spread it a little. Three stamps. Yes. I don't think you made enough icing, yes, Aunt Effie. Now go on, dear. You three stamps. When a stamps. man finds that he has three stamps in his stamp collection worth five hundred dollars a piece, well, then he likes to have his family sit down and listen to him while he tells them the good news. But of course, I guess that's asking too much. Uh, no, 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 it isn't, darling. It's just that we had this. Ki- what did you say? And if you forget the cake. I just had this one egg. Forget it a minute. Listen to him. He sold three stamps, didn't you? For, for what, dear? Well, I haven't actually sold them yet, but they are worth $500 apiece. I mean, just in case you're interested. Five? Five? I have got three stamps I can sell for $1,500. Who said so? The appraiser. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I don't believe it. How could three of those dirty old stamps... They are not dirty old stamps. They were used. Of course, they're used, for Pete's sake. Aunt Effie, I know you don't understand stamp collecting. I don't either, really, but well, I... Well, I can understand people collecting china or glassware, but my goodness, stamps aren't even pretty. 
Well, doesn't $1,500 sound kind of pretty? Which stamps were they? Not that I know one from the other, but well, I mean... Well, actually, what? see, when I was a kid, I saved most of the United States stamps. Uh-huh. But last night, well, when Aunt Effie reminded me of the time that I got into Grandmother's desk and ripped all the stamps off the letters that she'd gotten for years from Uncle George, uh-huh. you know? funny, Uncle George. I don't remember meeting any Uncle George at all. Well, I only met him once myself. He was about 80 years uncle old. Uncle George then. was his great uncle. My great oh, uncle, He yeah. never talked about him much. He just bummed his way around the world all his life and never amounted to a roll of pins. Well, he wrote oh. letters and the stamps from three of those letters are now worth $1,500. Didn't you know it at all? Oh, no. I tell you, nobody could have been more surprised than I was. I mean, I thought maybe I could get a little more than 250, you know, for the whole collection, but I I never dreamed, never dreamed, you know, that I could do anything. I believe that three little bitty stamps that have been used could be worth $1,500. All right, you go right down to the public library. You ask for Scott's Specialized United States Catalog, and you look on page uh, 66, and you will see that number 233 is a picture of the 1893 four-cent Columbia stamp. Now, these stamps are usually printed in an ultramarine blue color, but by mistake, they put out one issue in dark blue. And I have three of these 1893 stamps. Oh, honestly, well, it's a good thing you don't have the dark blue ones. (laughs) Yes, I have the dark blue ones. You said that's the ones they made the mistake on. Yes, that's right. That, that's why they're valuable. They're more valuable if they printed wrong? Yes. Oh. oh, honey, are you sure? Yes, my goodness. Well, this appraiser certainly doesn't sound as though he knows what he's talking about. If there's a flaw in something, dear, you generally get it cheaper. Mm. You don't, you well, know, don't, you, don't you know anything about stamp collecting? No. Oh, no, dear, but I, I do All know right, that... All right, never mind. Just take my word for it, will you? I have three 1893 Columbia stamps worth $500 apiece. <laughs> which I will sell, and that gives you $1,500, so now you can go to Europe. <laughs> oh, oh, Europe? I wasn't thinking of my trip to Europe. Weren't thinking of your trip to Europe, for Pete's sakes. That's why I had my stamp collection appraised. But I told you last night I wouldn't feel right having you make such a sacrifice. Why, I couldn't take money from something, dear, that's meant so much to you. I just couldn't. Oh, no, no, listen, no, no, I, I feel terrible. I feel I just couldn't take your money. No. The boat no, no. sails in 16 days. I'll take a thousand. I feel terrible, but I'll take it. Now, <laughs> <laughs> at last, right. it's settled. We are going to Europe. <laughs> yes, of course. Maybe we should take the 1500 just in case, you know. <laughs> just in case there's a. I'll get it. All right, Aunt Eddie. Well, anyhow, there, there, there won't be quite yes. 1500 <laughs> The uh-huh. truth is, I'm giving the appraiser 10%, which I promised him. 10%? Yeah. Why would you give him that? So he'd drop is... everything and appraise my stamps today. For Pete's sake, isn't it worth it to well, have... Oh, my... Martha, really? Oh, hold on. Is that Aunt Martha? Yes. Carol broke her leg and Martha has to go to Arizona for the summer. Oh, no. Go to Arizona? Well, what's so awful about that? Carol uh... probably needs her four kids. What's what? so awful... Martha was coming here to look after Betsy and Bobby while we were in Europe. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. A riot of comedy has taken over evenings on CBS Radio. Joining the Amos and Andy Music Hall to make it a clean sweep hour of laughs Monday through Friday night, you now hear Andy Griffith, George Burns and Gracie Allen, and those way out there characters Bob and Ray. It's the greatest thing that's happened to radio this decade, and it's happened to CBS Radio, of course. Make it a regular evening habit. Let CBS Radio bring you a solid hour of fun, spun by this wonderful quartet of shows. Listen to Life is Viewed Through the Wide Eyes of a Country Boy Who's Taken the City Folks by Storm. 
Broadway and Hollywood comedy star Andy Griffith. Stay for the wonderful vaudeville style of George Burns and Gracie Allen, the dizzy one-liners that have made Gracie Allen a living legend for laughs, and sift life's somewhat serious sides with those two stolid citizens, Bob and Ray. It's the new evening sound of CBS Radio, lining up Amos and Andy, Andy Griffith, Burns and Allen, and Bob and Ray. Listen and laugh. The address, CBS Radio and its affiliated stations. Might as well stop really? weeping and wailing. And well, Martha can't help it if her daughter broke her leg. And with four children, Carol certainly needs help. Well, what are we going to do? Now we've got the money so I can go to Europe. Everything all set. And now, now, nobody to look after the children. Maybe we could leave them with your mother for three huh? weeks. And then, then she could take them over to my mother's. No, and... no. Neither uh, one could manage two children. Well, leave one at your mother's and take Betsy. Mother can't. To... Mother can't take even one. Since Aunt Harriet died, Mother has her hands full taking care of Grandma. Mm-hmm. With this son living alone, and she shouldn't. Mother says she's over there all the time, cleaning Grandma's house, getting her meals, doing dishes. Grandma can hardly dress herself, but she won't admit it. No, no, Mother's just exhausted all the time. Now, I couldn't do it to her, that's all. I just couldn't. Well, my mother will take the kids. She'd love to have them. Your mother mm-hmm. might love to have them, but she isn't up to taking care of two children. No, she isn't, dear. She all right, all right. Then how, how about looking for a housekeeper? Leave Betsy and Bobby with a perfectly strange woman for six weeks? Well, I wouldn't even think of it, would you? Well, I'd say really nothing dear. of what a good housekeeper would cost well, you. Yes. All right, look, if my mother could take Bobby, maybe one of our friends could take Betsy. How, how about Eleanor? Eleanor, oh, sure. Now, why not? After all, she's a close friend. No, no, you don't ask even a close friend to keep your child for six weeks. Well, oh, my gosh, Eleanor didn't mind asking us to keep her dog and her cat and her goldfish and her Don Canary birds <laughs> while they took off for Florida for Christmas. Well, they weren't canary birds to begin with. They were parakeets. All right, well, parakeets. Anyhow, I'm not asking her to take Betsy for six weeks. Honestly, what to do? No, this is yes. just terrible. My goodness. If it isn't oh. one thing, it's another. If we sail for Europe in 16 days, it will certainly be a miracle. 16? Golly, is that all? 16. That's all. Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Margaret Hamilton and Nelson Olmstead and is produced by Walter.